Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 2-1 loss for Atlanta United to Inter-Miami tonight here in Fort Lauderdale. A lot to go through in a little bit amount of, of time. Again, if you're just joining us, Inter-Miami with two goals in the second half from Joseph Martinez, one on a very controversial penalty, which we'll get to in a moment. Atlanta United getting one back in stoppage time against 10-man Inter-Miami and very nearly finding the equalizer a couple times after that, but it is a 2-1 loss that drops Atlanta United to 1-3-2 and two on the road this season. Atlanta United was not very good on the road last year, and uh, they have not won a road match since their first of the season in Charlotte all the way back in March. The man of the match brought to you by Heineken. Jason and I have not had a chance to discuss it, <laughs> so Jason, I'll just go with you. I will go with, man, this is a tough call because, honestly, um, there so aren't so. a lot who stand out. I'm going to give it to, to actually Gutman with the goal. Lennon would be the other contender, but Gutman really trying to force the issue, I thought, throughout the night. And I think it's something that this team needs. And, and you know, we'll, we'll get to the bigger picture issues and things that need to get better here in a second while we have a little time. But Gutman and his urgency I think is something that this team really benefits from the two fullbacks were the best players for Atlanta United tonight uh, Lennon created six chances most of those late as Miami had dropped very deep and he was putting in dangerous crosses and some from set pieces but Gutman is the man of the match he gets the goal and he was really involved in a lot of different good sequences for Atlanta United so, Andrew Goodman, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots 17-9 Atlanta. Shots on target 5-3 Atlanta. Possession 56-44 Atlanta. Expected goals 1.37 to 1.08 Miami. There, of course, was a uh, inner Miami penalty. Which is .78. Key passes were 16-8 to Atlanta. Uh, Game State probably does factor into a lot of that because Atlanta was down 2-0 in the 75th minute, but those are That's a lot in 15 minutes plus. Like, that's a lot of of production, but you needed it sooner. And those are the statistics brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Let's get to the highlights. All the goal scoring in the second half. We'll talk more about the penalty when we can. I still do not think it was – if it was a penalty, it was very, very, very soft to Machop Chol because the ball was already away 
from David Ruiz on the edge of the 18, but uh, Armando Villarreal eagerly called the penalty. Of course, Joseph Martinez, who had just subbed into the match, goes to the penalty spot for Inter-Miami, and here is what happens. He scored 98 career MLS goals for Atlanta United, facing Quinton Westberg on this penalty against Atlanta United. Action at the goal to our right in the 59th minute. Joseph to the left. Now trots up to the ball, strikes it, scores. Build the statue. Joseph Martinez scores against Atlanta United less than a minute after he comes into the game, and it's 1-0. Joseph's great from the spot. He puts it away. I mean, you're not going to blame Quentin Westberg for anything on that. The penalty is absolutely questionable, but it's called. And then Atlanta United pushing players forward, trying to find an equalizer in the 75th minute. Miami is able to counter. I still thought this was very, very close to offside at the start of it by DeAndre Yedlin, but we got no conclusive replays in the booth, and you have to give Joseph a lot of credit for a good finish to beat Westberg and make it 2-0 Miami. Almost gave it back to Almada. It's popped up to Yedlin, who dribbles around. Gubin down to the edge of the 18. Left through to Joseph, edge of the six. Tough angle shot. He scores again. Oh, this is, this is the nightmare scenario for Atlanta United. They are down 2-0 on the road, and Joseph has scored twice against them. A nightmare scenario. Yedlin gets a, a good touch. A little fortunate to get it over Gutman and get around. The ball into Joseph was great. I'm with you. I, I think Yedlin was really close to being offside, but there's not a conclusive look from the replays we saw. It's a really good finish from Joseph Martinez. An excellent finish. No chance for Westberg as he's trying to close the gap, and Joseph, just with the slightest of touches, is able to put it into the far side. Now, in the 82nd minute, Franco Negri gets into an entanglement with Santi Sosa, studs up challenge. He's initially shown yellow. The VAR buzzes down, and after uh, Villarreal has a look, they overturn the yellow, and they send off Negri. And from there, all Atlanta. As Jason said, a lot of numbers there in the, the last 15 minutes, and just at the start of stoppage time off a corner, Andrew Gutman pulls one back for Atlanta United. And that gets us through the first of nine added minutes, but Atlanta United earning another corner here, trailing 2-0. Lennon comes over to take it. This is an in-swinger into the 18. Porata and Robinson, your primary targets. And it's Lennon going for Gutman. Header, score! That's one. Gutman gets one back, and now Atlanta United sprints back to kick off. And they came close a couple times in the ensuing action right at the very end on that last Atlanta United corner. Uh, boy, it looked like Drake Callender cleaned out an Atlanta United player going for a punch. They played on, and then they blew for full time there. I don't want to harp too much on those decisions. By the way, that was the hot play of the match brought to you by Scana. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. Uh, look, again, the decision I had the biggest issue of them all is the penalty on Machoke. And it ends up being a game-winning goal for Miami. Yeah, the issue with it, and I've talked about the whole sequence where I don't even think it's a corner to begin with, but the, the issue with that specific moment is Ruiz isn't in possession anymore. He, he's had a bad touch. He's looking for contact, and he gets it. And Joel does make contact with him. There's contact. But it is very quickly called. I don't love the call. I don't love the, the way that it's played out with Ruiz not really trying to play. He's trying to get a call. 
This is something that referees have talked about worldwide. They're trying to crack down on. They want it to be earned in those those penalties. I don't think that one necessarily was. But like I said, it's not something that's going to be overturned by VAR. It's not something that's going to be talked about in terms of a bad decision by the league, by pro, by any of that, because there is some contact. I just thought it was a very quick whistle and point to the spot on a play that was bang, bang, and I think Ruiz had already lost the ball. Agreed totally. Uh, Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total currently $4,000. Thought Quentin Westberg did as much as he could tonight. Can't blame him on the penalty. Yeah, didn't really and, have uh, a, a lot of other shots to save. Yeah, and, and the second goal by Joseph, like I say, a fair play to Joseph from a tough angle. Chick-fil-A is committed to helping fight food insecurity and is proud to partner with Atlanta United and Soldiers Angels to help tackle veteran hunger. All season long, when an Atlanta United player successfully makes a tackle, Chick-fil-A donates 100 pounds of food to feed a military or veteran family in need for a month. For more information and to see how you can help, visit atlutd.com backslash community. More to come from Fort Lauderdale after this. Atlanta United falling to Inter-Miami tonight, 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The official home for our Atlanta United. WZGC Atlanta and WZGC HD1. Always free on the Odyssey app. That should be it. That is it. Full time. This is the full time report. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, wrapping things up here in Fort Lauderdale. Day-Day Lewis coming up in a few minutes with Prep Sports Nation here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta United 2-1 losers tonight to Inter-Miami. Atlanta United now winless in their – in fact, three straight losses now, not just winless, uh, three straight losses. Uh, Like I said, desperately in need of a home game, and they're going to get two coming up. But um, the reaction we're getting on Twitter, not a whole lot of questions and comments, but – couple people taking issue with uh, my comments about Joseph celebrating against his former team. And I don't want to make this a huge thing, but I stand by everything I said. I am surprised and disappointed that Joseph did that. And I, if we just watched the replay of the first celebration in the booth. There were multiple. Uh, you could make the argument Joseph was saluting Atlanta fans, but that was after he almost ripped off his shirt and did a whole pointing routine with DeAndre Yedlin and jumped all over his teammates and all of that. It is not something you customarily do against your former team. As Jason said, when it happened, maybe a reflection that uh, Joseph still has some feelings about how things went down in Atlanta. But um, I'm sorry. I'm really disappointed that Joseph did that. I admire him. I, I scream, build the statue after all of his goals, and I hope they still do that. But I am really surprised and disappointed that Joseph did that tonight. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed in it. I I'm not surprised, sadly, um, because of just some of the comments that have been made afterwards. But I will go back to a question that was asked, and I wish I could remember who asked it. I want to say it was Paul Tenorio. It was a national MLS writer um, in the press conference after it was announced that Joseph would be leaving the club, and the question was to Carlos Bocanegra about, you know, obviously you don't want him to go to a, a conference rival, and Carlos was like, "Yes, we didn't," but. They allowed it to happen out of the respect 
they had for what Joseph Martinez had accomplished in Atlanta. They let him go where he wanted to go. And that was not about the part of the, the conversation that was taken out of context about being nasty or you could have been nasty. The part of it is they allowed him to call his shot and where he wanted to go next. And, and that is a credit to what Atlanta United did. And I wish that had been repaid after Joseph Martinez scored against the club, as you see worldwide when players score against a former club they generally refrain from celebrating and talk about why they refrained from celebrating. I don't know what the quotes will be after this one, but it was disappointing to see. Yeah. All right. Uh, two things. Atlanta United really needs a home game. It's coming. I think they really need Yorgos Yakamakis right now. Only seven shots on target in the last three matches combined without Yakamakis. Your goals were off a penalty and off a corner. I think you take the Memphis game out of – you have to put that in its proper context. And I'll leave that to the side. You actually had the lead in that one too for 90 or eight, just about 90 minutes. Yeah, that's true. I think 90 minutes was stoppage time. Um, the, the last two – and I'll throw the Chicago game in where he wasn't 100%. I said it after that on Atlanta Soccer Tonight that I felt like missing Yorgos Yakimakis was the biggest issue with Atlanta United. He wasn't 100% in that game, and he wasn't able to make as many runs off the ball – his movement off the ball makes this attack better. It functions better. It flows better. And you're not getting that right now. I, I think Miguel Berry, his play is different. He's looking to combine with people. He's trying to do things that suit his game. I get it. But he's trying to combine with people, and he's maybe crowding space. And Machope Chol is still fairly new to the position. I don't think he's reading the runs to make yet. So when Machope had a big opportunity off across tonight that could have given Atlanta the 1-0 lead. Have to convert those. In the final third tonight, taking the Yakimakis issue of it out of it, and I agree, I think he's the biggest miss for this team right now. And when he's back in, the attack will function better. Take him out of the equation. You've got to be better in the attacking third in creating chances. Most of the chances that were created tonight were after Miami was down to 10 and they had a 2-0 lead. It can't be like that. They've got to be quicker. And I go back to why I said Andrew Gutman was the man of the match. He is the one who shows the urgency in just, at times, putting his head down and running through traffic and trying to make something happen. And I think this team is good enough on their counter press to take those chances. There was such a conversation coming into this year about, well, Atlanta took so many shots last year, but they weren't taking good shots. Now they're taking very good shots. You look at the XG per shot taken, and they're in the top five in Major League Soccer, but they're not taking enough shots. They're not forcing things sometimes. They're not taking those chances in the attacking third and trying to make something happen. They try to work for the best shot. So you can't have it both ways. The complaints can't be, well, they took too many shots from distance. Well, I'd like some of those now. Because it opens the game up a little bit. They've got to force some things in the attacking third. With your ghost or not with your ghost, they've got to be more aggressive in the attacking third. Take Andrew Gutman's mentality, and it's got to be contagious through the team in the attacking third. Put your head down, run through traffic, run somebody over, force a shot. If you don't get it, if you turn it over, try to win it back immediately because that's something this team does really well. All right, a couple quick notes from the dressing room before we say goodnight. Doug Robertson from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution just spoke with Pineda, said Pineda believes the team needs to be a little bit sharper, thought the penalty was soft. Jason and I robustly agree with that. Uh, and says he was fine with Joseph's celebration. So that's what Pineda says. I think so that's, Gonzalo. That's the right thing to say. And I think Gonzalo has been ultra classy anytime he's been asked about Joseph Martinez this week. It's the right thing to say. But uh, I disagree. <laughs> I, 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 I do too. I was very disappointed and surprised by it. Okay. Uh, back with you next Saturday night, 7 o'clock for the Benz, Atlanta United and Charlotte. 7.30 will be the kickoff. 
and uh, we hope you will join us for that. I want to thank the crew here in Miami. They were very, very helpful to us tonight with our uh, broadcast facilities. For our producers, Garrett Chapman and Dom Shirosky, and for Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. 2-1, Atlanta United falls to Inter-Miami tonight. We'll see you next week here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.